Hello and welcome to another chat with me, Michael Campling, author of the Devonshire Mysteries, amongst other things. It is Wednesday the 10th of August at the time I'm recording this and it's uh, it's nice to be chatting to you again. I've been a bit hit and miss with these recordings, so sorry about that. But um, here I am and it is, uh, it's a beautiful day here in Devon and I'm recording this indoors um, just because it's a bit more convenient today to do that way. Actually, been off to um, to a, a beautiful beach in Devon today, which uh, don't really do that much considering there's so many uh, lovely parts of the coastline here. But went off to a lovely place called Bigbury on Sea, which is an amazing kind of um, beautiful sandy beach, nice kind of family beach with sh- shallow um, water going out quite a long way. Nice place for a dip on a beautiful hot day like this, and um, nice place to cool off. So. Um, yeah, slightly uh, odd journey through lots of little lanes, which I'm sure must vex a lot of the tourists, but um, we're kind of used to them, Devon's lanes, but uh, it takes a little bit of getting to, getting to, lots of places you've got to sort of stop and let other cars pass going the other way, but um, well worth it. And we were sat facing um, Berg Island, which is, uh, I'm pretty sure, I think I'm right in saying that uh, when the BBC did Agatha Christie's and then there were none, not all that long ago. Um, they reshot it with a fairly big kind of cast, you know, Charles Dance was in it and people like that. And uh, pretty sure they filmed it on there. Now, I can't remember and I haven't been off to check this. Um, I'll, I'll maybe check it later, but I'm not sure whether Agatha Christie set the original story on that kind of little island or not. It's a it's a funny kind of island. It's only an island at high tide. Uh, the rest of the time it's... Uh, connected by the beach and you can walk across but being such a level flat beach when the uh, when the tide comes in it rushes over quite a wide area really quite quickly and uh, it gets cut off and then you can get a weird kind of tractor with a odd kind of carriage on stilts above it big huge big kind of tractor wheels in it and it ferries people across um i haven't been on it actually so it'd be quite fun to try it one day but it's certainly a very uh, atmospheric place and it's nice to have that beautiful scenery when you're sitting on the beach and having a dip. So it's this kind of little uh, island next to you with a large white hotel on it. So I'll post some pictures on the website at michaelcampling.com and you'll be able to see it in the coming days. Um, I've got quite a few pictures to, of different places to post up, so there'll, it'll be a little while before that comes up on there. So... Um, what else have I been up to? Well, this week I've been having a bit of a staycation. I've been trying to um, take a little bit of time away from the uh, from the keyboard. Um, I'm popping in occasionally, like yesterday. I think it was. I um, I'm losing track of the days. Yesterday I uh, I posted some sites. Oh, I posted some pictures, some photos, featured photos up on the website. Um, I think they might be dated from the day before that, actually. Anyway, from Dawlish, where another seaside town we went along and um, and saw a, uh, an amateur dramatic um, play, which was really good, called All the Great Books. So there's some photos of that. And you see more photos. If you remember the site, you just join it. It's very easy. You just need your email address and you register and set your own password. And away you go. It's all free. And then you get access to all the photos and other Content that might come up from time to time. And I hope as time goes on, there will be more of it. Okay, um, just a few words about the latest uh, launch of uh, the Devonshire Mysteries, latest episode, Accomplice to Murder. Um, 
it's kind of gone okay, and I hope people have been liking it. I've had some very positive feedback and some very nice reviews already. I'm a bit appalled, I have to say, um, by the number of errors that had slipped past me and the editors. And I'm in equal part incredibly grateful to the kind people who sort of stepped up and said they would like a, an ARC, an advanced reader copy. And really, that's meant to be on the whole for the purpose of posting reviews. And what I actually got back, some lovely feedback, which was great, and some great reviews, which is also wonderful. But very kind people took time out to note down typos and um, other little errors that had creeped in. And I'm a, you know, I've, I must admit, I've kind of got my head in my hands a bit about this, although not in a totally downhearted way. You know, it's a definite facepalm moment, you might say, each time one of, one of these emails comes in, because um, ideally I like no errors. I might perhaps be unrealistic in a book of over 150,000 words. I can appreciate like one or two typos sleeping, slipping through, but... I am I'm kind of not happy with myself and my process for that. So I'm going to be looking at that again and the way I handled things. It kind of it kind of got a bit rushed because I had the editor booked uh, with a certain slot, and just the way it went, I don't know if I spent enough time checking it myself. I did quite a bit of it, and I got to the point where I I'm too close to it and I couldn't see anymore. You know, you just you get to the point where you can't see the errors because you're kind of too close to it, too involved with it. And you've been looking at it for too long. You know, it's a it can't see the wood for the trees kind of situation. And I think I will be thinking about maybe choosing a different editor next time. I am going to look at uh, maybe asking if any of you who are really keen and sort of very sharp-eyed and good at spotting plot holes and things if you'd like to be beta readers perhaps i have done beta reading in the past that's if you're not familiar with it that's you get an earlier copy uh, often before it's even been to an editor and the idea is you give sort of quite significant feedback often it can be sort of quite detailed and it's the kind of thing where you're saying well this bit didn't make sense to me this bit didn't ring true this bit seems to be a, a plot hole that kind of thing. Um, so it's kind of earlier issues at a story level rather than uh, the sort of grammatical and punctuation and typos and things like that. So I might be seeing if there's a small team of people who'd like to be to read the next book. We'll, we'll see. Because um, before I've kind of had mixed results with that. Um, and things have still, you know, slipped past. So it's uh, it's one of those things. If you already know about beta reading and you've done it before, perhaps, then you're an ideal person. Um, if you think you're very sharp-eyed and perhaps you were in in that last team of people who got an arc of uh, accomplished to murder and, and pointed out loads of these things to me, then again, you would be a, an absolutely ideal beta reader. Some people, of course, would find that having the early copy of the book it's sort of from earlier in the process it's got er errors in that spoil it for them and they don't want to do it so in that case that person you know shouldn't be a beta reader perhaps because it's just going to spoil the the story for them spoil their enjoyment and they're looking forward to reading the book and you know getting it earlier in the process um isn't great for them it's a bit like kind of you know tasting tasting the sauce um 
part way through and saying to the chef, okay, this needs some more seasoning. And that kind of, you know, that's, that's different to sitting down eating the, the meal at the end of it, isn't it? Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be seeing if uh, some of you would like to do beta reading and then some others of you perhaps would like to uh, get an arc later on and just maybe um, be a bit of a typo hunter. I, I know some some authors have a kind of group of um, k- kind readers that they refer to as their typo hunters and they get a, a troll through because no matter how good the editors are and no matter how many of them there are, no matter how, how much you pay them, things are still going to get through. I think um, that's not happened to me so much before, um, partly because I usually spend a long, long, long time checking everything myself. And this time I kind of, um, I don't quite know, but I think it was to do with the schedule of of having to get it to the editor um, at a certain time. And uh, if I just, just put it off, I think this wouldn't have happened. Now, uh, some of those errors, uh, a lot of people won't even have noticed. And you think, well, you're making a lot of fuss about nothing. Most books uh, have have a few typos in. And it's interesting that I could get, um, I don't know, 10 emails from 10 different people and they would each point out totally different things, uh, which means I guess that they didn't see the others, although they've been very sharp-eyed seeing some things. Um and they're not seeing the others. And it's quite interesting how the mind works when we're reading. Um, I did some of studying of this when I was I used to be a primary school teacher, sort of uh, mainly kind of age, uh, kids age 7 to 11 were my main field. I did teach a few younger children occasionally. But uh, so you look at things like reading and the context around it uh, has a huge influence on what you're reading. Uh, we don't read. We don't read uh, text one word at a time. Our brains interpret it uh, very quickly, looking at the sentence, looking at the things we know about English and the English language and grammar, looking at the context of the story and so on, using punctuation and all sorts of other clues around um, the text to help us to uh, interpret it. So that's how errors slip through. And uh, again, with plot holes, I think uh, you have to be the kind of reader who takes careful note of things and really notices um, each little detail. I mean, I'm just quite cross about some of the things that that got through. I don't quite know how I managed to let them slip through. I'm I'm cross at myself really with this. But, you know, it's onward and upward and uh, it's a learning experience and uh, I'll just have to make sure I do better next time, won't I? So I think that's what we'll do. On the whole, though, from the feedback I've got from people and the positive reviews, some lovely five-star reviews going up on the various stores and on uh, Goodreads, um, people have particularly enjoyed the story. And I was a little bit worried that they they might not because it was a bit different and we've got a bit more of the police aspect. It seems that people haven't found that too much. They seem to have enjoyed both and and how the uh, tangled plots come together. So I'm very pleased with that. Uh, so lots of things to be pleased about. It was a fairly ambitious book. And aside from a few vexing errors, um, I think on the whole, it was successful. So thank you very much to everybody who has helped. I 
really appreciate it. I mean, those those folks who have sent in uh, these typos and things and tell me where they are and so on, uh, absolutely worth their weight in gold. They're absolute stars. So thank you very much if that was you. I um, I really appreciate it. And the book will be better because of your help and support and encouragement and uh, your sharp-eyed reading. And I've been adding people... Um, to the acknowledgements as these uh, these various emails have come in. And um, yeah, if only I'd done it before, before the publication went live, it would have been uh, so much nicer. But if um, you feel that you have bought a copy or and you're a bit cross about any type person things, do give me a shout and I'll happily uh, gift you a... Uh, replacement ebook of the latest version of the file so um so yeah if uh if you if you've been and bought one and you want to see the latest one or i guess if you helped that would be also quite nice i'm very happy to do that some people helped they read the arc copy they sent the feedback and they still went out and bought a copy um which is just amazing support and encouragement it's really really great but um if you feel that you would like a slap bang up to date, um, I'm mixing my metaphors there. If you'd like a bang up to date um, copy, I'm happy to gift you one. Just drop me an email, uh, Mikey at michaelcampling.com, and I will um, I'll send you one. Just just perhaps explain the situation because it it it's not always obvious who people are. Sometimes people do things under different usernames and so on. And sometimes people have the same first name. So, uh, I, I try and remember people, but cause there's quite a few people, um, involved in the, uh, in the awkward squad and in the, uh, arc copies and so on. It can be a bit hard to know who's who. So just, just, you know, drop me a line and say, yep, I helped you with that. And, it might be obvious, you know. Again, you know, some people sign off an email with nothing at all. Some people put a first name. Um, some people's email address is all sort of uh, kind of odd words and numbers. So it's not always easy to know who's who. Just a, a brief point. It's always nice to know who I'm talking to. I do owe a few people emails. If you're thinking, well, he hasn't got back to me yet. All your emails have been read and just... Um, I tend to, it's not a very good habit really, but I tend to kind of save them up and reply to them in little batches so that I can sit down and concentrate on that and get it all done at once. But um, I do owe a few people emails and those replies will be coming very, very soon. And also, of course, as I said, I've been trying not to be on the keyboard quite so much just for this week, just uh, having a little bit of time away. I am working away at the next... um, Devonshire Mysteries. As I've mentioned before, it wasn't going to be a Devonshire mystery. It was going to be a separate story, but it seemed like uh, Dan and Alan wanted to get involved. So I think that's going to be coming together. I've been trying to plan it out a bit more. And of course, my mind just goes off in all directions once I start (laughs) writing. And um, just I got to follow the characters. And that's kind of the way I like to work. It's the way it seems to go, it doesn't matter how much planning I do, other things happen. And in the moment when you're writing it, a conversation goes one way or another way, and it can turn 
on a word or two or on a phrase. And, uh, you know, somebody can be Somebody can be kind and generous or they can be mean and snappy. And that, of course, changes the course of the story because it changes the conversation and the other characters' reactions to it. So things are underway. It will take me a fair old bit of time um, to write, I expect. I'm having a rough guess that it will be sometime perhaps in October. Um, before I've even finished the first draft, just because I'm assuming it's going to be a reasonably long book again. And I'm not the fastest writer in the world, to be honest. I could go a bit faster, possibly, but I I kind of put a lot of thought into the work as I do it. I'm not somebody who dashes off a first draft um, and then, you know, kind of regrets it afterwards. I kind of put a lot of thought into it as it goes. And then um, hopefully it's pretty much done and then it's kind of tinkering around with things and tweaking things in the rewrite stages, as I tend to call them, but they're kind of editing stages. And that can be editing later on, can be changes in story, changes in the way characters behave, changes in the plot to make sure it makes sense and um, things happen at the right time of day and so on. And uh, it's amazing how easy it is to miss things despite all this careful thought. So um, I will be uh, looking later on, way off perhaps in October, at, uh, at getting some of you involved. And um, I think I've probably sort of rambled away for just about long enough. I will just mention that Valley of Lies is on sale at uh, 99p or 99 cents everywhere. Uh, or it's like, you know, 0.99 euros and so on. And that's the same 99 cents Canada, Australia. Um, I know the currency conversion means that 99 Australian, um, 0.99 Australian dollars is less than uh, 0.99 US dollars, but it doesn't matter. I've, I've put them all down to the same price everywhere and in equivalent, I hope, in other places, uh, depending where it is. Um, and that will go on for a little bit longer, about another week, I would guess, if you haven't got Valley of Lies yet and you might like to, uh, to grab it at that cheaper price. And I hope there's no mistakes in that. <laughs> It's been out for a while, hasn't it? Been out for a couple of years now. And it's now the book number one. Um, and it's on Apple, on the uh, Google Play book. So if you've got an Android device and so on, you can buy it direct from me, which is always appreciated. And I think uh, you'll find it the same price. Quite a few people got Accomplice to Murder from my own store this time, which was very pleasing. I was really, really glad that people did that. Uh, and I hope it all worked out. It seemed to go pretty smoothly for everyone. Um, so that's great. And again, if you bought one from me and, you you know, you you bought it straight away and you're noticing errors in there, just drop me a line, please. Maybe I should put that in the back of the each book, you know, if you if you spot errors, you know, click here sort of thing. Uh, always happy to send people a replacement. Um, 
I really don't want anybody to be disappointed. And the ideal is that my books don't have errors in. So, ah, uh, oh, goodness me. I'll stop banging on about that in a minute. But um, so, yeah, that is um, is going on at the moment. That's sale for Valley of Lies. And, of course, you can get a study in stone as part of your membership. I will, I think, in the newsletter, I'll start putting um, a link to sort of a all the free downloads that people can get. I think I can bundle them together on BookFunnel, if I remember correctly, and I'll, I'll see what I can work out just, just to remind people because things change over time and just to make sure everybody gets everything they're entitled to, I'll, I'll sort of bundle everything together as a reminder just in case you miss anything. Um, I would hate for anybody to miss anything. The other thing I must say is a huge thank you to supporters on coffee.com people who sent me a nice mug of tea uh via the button on my website i will just mention a few actually so um i'll start mentioning people i think in the chats and i'll start off with the recent ones and um occasionally do the regular ones i mean it's not something that i promise i'll do i don't really promise anything in return it's just a way of people giving extra support and encouragement and it's it makes a difference believe you me um, it's not just the actual cash value of the thing. It's the psychology of it. It just, just, uh, it just helps knowing there's some people out there rooting for me is, is a big, big help. So Pauline recently bought me a mug of tea and said, enjoy your cup of Mikey. So that's, that was really nice. Thank you, Pauline. Um, Alonza bought me a mug of tea and said, glad to read it all as well. So thank you very much. Yeah, we're all, all here. Alonza, I, but I always reply, if you put a message, if you do send me a mug of tea, um, Please do pop a message because then I'll I'll see that and I'll reply. Um, well, I've lost my place. Let's see, there's one here as well. They didn't put a name. It just says somebody bought a cup of tea. So, uh, and I don't think there's any message on that. So, somebody, thank you very much. I mean, okay, if you want to be private about it, that's fine. You don't have to put your name. It's just nice for me to say thank you to somebody. Um, Lynn said time for some more industrial sized tea uh thank you very much lynn clary g put a lovely message she said thank you for brightening up my life with your wonderful writing well thank you clary for your encouragement that's really really kind of you to say that um we've got uh, another one there from rebecca so thank you rebecca who said i understand the need for industrial quantities <laughs> that's because i i uh i put on here that something you know somewhere i say i need industrial size quantities of tea to keep me writing so that's um that's what all that's about so bonnie bought a mug of tea for me a couple of months ago but thank you very much bonnie and a wendy bought me a mug of tea a couple of months ago and said enjoy well thank you I, i'm sure i did uh i'll just keep going a little bit so i hope it's not too boring for i do a few more so Anne bought a mug of tea for me and said love your devonshire mysteries can't wait for your next one Visiting your areas on my bucket list. Well, I, I do hope you come along and um, it's certainly a beautiful place. Sometimes they're very busy, like at the moment when all the kids are on school holiday, um, it tends to get busy. It's the kind of place that people bring their families, lots of people come camping and so on. Um, so if you come just before or just after school holidays, you find it a bit quieter, but it depends what you want to do. Uh, Tamara sent me a mug of tea quite a while ago and said, cheers. And that's really nice. So thank you very much, Tamara. Cheers to you too. And Joanne bought me a mug of tea. We're going back a bit 
uh, here. But anyway, thank you very much, Joanne. Joanne said, love your letters and books. Thank you. Well, that's very kind. That's very kind. I mean, none of it means anything without kind people like you reading them. So that's wonderful. And Darla said, hello from West Michigan in the US. Have a pleasant tea break. I hope I said it right. I think you say, do you say Michigan or Michigan? Not sure. Sure, somebody will correct me. Uh, but anyway, thank you. So I love getting messages from around the world. It's really quite fun. Uh, we get, I had an email from Tasmania the other day and they were saying it was frosty. I mean, it's just, it's really nice to get those kind of things. And then there was a somebody. So thank you, somebody. Uh, and Eileen. Um, so thank you, Eileen. And Bernadette. I'll say thank you to Bernadette as well. And um, that's taken me... A little way back. Oh, Pauline, uh, also three months ago, sent me a mug of tea. So thank you, Pauline. Repeat, repeat cup of tea bio who says, hope the tea helps the writing progress. And it certainly does. Thank you. And I'll just stop with this next one, which is Marge. So thank you, Marge. That's really kind. And um, that's sort of done the last few months. And some people do it regularly. You can do it regularly. You can sort of if you like, pledge uh, a certain amount a month if you want to do it that way. That's always really appreciated, but it's certainly not expected or demanded by me. It's just a great thing. If you do it, you can start and stop that whenever you want. But um, some people do that and it suits them. And I guess they're perhaps, uh, I hope, feel like getting value out of it in uh, the chats and the photos on the website and so on. And I'll, I will continue to look at stuff that I can put on the website. Um, I sort of wrote a little kind of piece the other day I don't know what to call it a very short little piece based on something that was going on around me uh, while I was at the beach and I just had an urge to get a notebook out and write it down and I quite enjoyed it so I thought maybe I'll do some more things like that and they could just be for the members only um, of the site just as extra little content so or I could go on the newsletter as well because I'm a believer in making sure the newsletter subscribers get stuff not just the site members it's got to be um different things for different people so you can do what you want and support and follow in a way that suits you okay i'll um stop there for the moment and huge thanks to everybody who's bought books posted reviews massive thank you to the arc readers and people who kindly sent me all those uh, errors to deal with and stuff um i really appreciate all of you out there and um really great to have you listening along Thank you so much for that as well. I hope to be chatting to you in about a week's time. I was doing these every week at one point. I really want to get back to that. You can listen to this anywhere where you get your podcasts um, or you can listen to on the site at michaelcampling.com and you don't have to be a member to listen to this. It's uh, open to everybody. I'd better sign off for now. So look after yourselves. Happy reading and uh, take care. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>